this is kind of daunting standing up here in front of this bunch of people. Um, I remember uh, when I first started teaching at the age of 37 at the University of Montana, the poet Richard Hugo told me, don't tell them everything you know in the first 10 minutes. And, and um, fortunately, I only have eight. <laughs> Russell Baker was right yesterday when he was talking about the boy or the child in all of us. Uh, there's certainly a child in me around here. Uh, I'm continually flabbergasted and, and, and kind of amazed at what's going on. There's a literary term called parataxis, which is called, uh, which talks, I mean, indicates the conjunction of dislike elements, which hopefully will, will generate uh, tremendous energy. And it seems to me like a, there's a lot of parataxis around here. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of, of, of conjunctions of, of people and minds and points of view, which uh, is generating, um, you know, terrific things. Um, I admire everything that's going on here. For the most part, I want to thank as a Montanan, Dennis Washington and his wife Phyllis for what they did putting that thing on last night, which uh, I thought was just astonishing to be up on that hillside and, and see those teepees and see those native dancers. Um, I was very moved, almost to tears. I really was. Um, I guess what I'm going to talk about uh, to the younger people here, I would say probably don't be afraid to uh, try things like everybody has said, but I would also say don't be afraid to change your life. I grew up on a big cattle ranch in southeastern Oregon, big old chuck wagon cattle ranch, uh, way out in the sticks. There's a, there's a sign by the store in the little town where I grew up. It says, next gas, 86 miles today. And it is 86 miles. Um, it's a very isolated country. Um, I got out of the Air Force, went back to that ranch. We farmed about 8,000 acres of barley and alfalfa and various things, tame hays, and um, I took over doing that job, running that, that, that farming, and, and, and did for about 10 years. Uh, at the beginning, it was the greatest plaything of my lifetime. I loved it. I was learning how to do something that seemed challenging. I was learning how to do something that seemed enormously positive. Uh, we thought it was a great thing we were doing. We thought we were really doing God's work. We were re remaking the world, a sense, in a sense, in, 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 in the way it ought to be. As time went by, I became increasingly uneasy with it. Um, we were doing a lot of environmental damage, I began to understand. We were doing, uh, we were not very socially responsible either. I used to hire and fire, and uh, as we called it, in that business, work in the winos. It was very cold. There was a, there was a place in, in, in the little town of Lakeview where I would go hire people, and my basis generally was on shoes. If a man had on a good pair of wool socks and a pair of lace-up boots, hire him every time. He's ready to work. And it went from there down to no socks and no shoelaces and low-quarter shoes, don't hire those people at all, because they're not ready to work. Um, that was a fairly cold assessment. I saw a lot of people, men that I, I learned to care for, die in the bunkhouse. I saw a lot more of them die in, in bad hotels and small towns alone. Just no way. And uh, I became increasingly disenchanted with that life, as you may say. A lot of people say, don't you wish you were back on the ranch? Truly, I don't. Um, I had wanted to try to write for a long time. We sold that ranch in 1967. I thought, well, I can get back in the ranch business or I can go do something else. I went to the writer's workshop at the University of Iowa, began a new life. Uh, it was very tumultuous for me emotionally and in every other kind of way. Um, ended up being very fortunate, getting a job at the University of Montana, a small town in the West, where there was kind of a cadre of writers headed by Hugo, who more or less taught me how to exist as a writer. And uh, that was my my great good luck, I would say, in my life. And, and I've been very fortunate to be in Montana ever since. I love it here, and, and it's home now. 
I would say the same thing to younger people that, I'm, that I say to my classes, teach uh, wonderful classes. You know, we have wonderful writers in the writing program at the University of Montana. Uh, not that my classes are necessarily wonderful, but the people in them are. We, what we talk about is trying to, to essentially more than anything else, find your true story. But I keep telling these students, find the story that you're going to write about for the rest of your life in one way or another. I've written about this whole business of, of leaving the ranch over and over again um, and the kinds of responsibilities I feel to, to you know, people in the country and the West over and over again. I found that true story somewhere back there when I was about 29 or 30 years old beginning to be disenchanted with that life. And I've written about it ever since. You will all find your own true story, is all I can say, and, and, and be searching for it. You know, and in, in the process of, of becoming a writer, be true to yourself, be true to the things that you truly believe. I keep telling students, don't tell us things that you think we think you ought to think. You know, tell us what you actually think. Um, I think you have to be ready to name the trouble. You know, I think you have to look things right in the eye and, 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 and uh, it's your job, if society's going to support you, as, you know, in a very privileged way like they do me um, as a writer, I mean, I, this, is, this, is a, this is a wonderful life. And, uh, you have to be able to take on the role of, of, of trying to, to, to see through to things that, that may be troubling to some people. You have to be willing to, to you know, uh, Harry Truman said, you know, get in the kitchen and stand the heat. He didn't say that, but that was kind of what he implied. The other side of what you get to do is you get to celebrate the world. You get to celebrate the things you love, you get to name the things you love, and you get to um, try to make things come out in some kind of positive way. I believe everybody has an idea of positive effect in the world. Everybody has a notion that they would like to achieve some positive effect in the world. There's a lot of different kinds of ideas of what a positive effect would be. Um, but I think that, that, that when you figure out what your story is, what your idea of a positive effect is, I think that then you want to take steps to uh, try to bring that to be. I tell students in the, in the act of, 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 of finding their own true story, what they're going to find really is their purposes in the world. They're going to find their politics in the world. They're going to find their intentions toward the world. And I don't think you can really be much of a writer until you have some purposes, until you have some intentions toward the world, until you have some politics in the largest sense. I re and... and, and um, I guess I would finish quickly enough by saying, don't worry about, I think, success. Success will come. You know, follow your, your, your deal and, and get your ducks in a row and proceed with strength. Proceed to do the things that you think you really ought to do, and success will come to you. I wouldn't worry about money or popularity or success. It'll come along. And if it doesn't, I can't say that I'm enormously well-off or uh, an extremely popular writer, but... Uh, I feel good about what I've done with my life, and, and it seems to me that's, that's uh, about all I can ask. Thank you very much.